Hi, I am Teresa Palmer. And I am Sarah Wright Olson. And we have a podcast. Yeah, you're listening to The Mother Days. <gasps> Celebrating the days with a Z and the days of motherhood. That's right, because sometimes you are in a daze when you are a mom. Most days. Most days. We are going to be chatting to such inspiring people who know more about this subject than we do. Yep, like mental health advocates, doctors, midwives, parenting experts, celebrity friends. Psychics. Tarot card readers. (laughs) Ghost whisperers. (laughs) Pretty much everything that we are passionate about and then some. And we're also going to talk to listeners like you. We want to hear your stories, uh, birth stories, your crazy mom fails, things that are going on in your life that we have all experienced. So let's link arms. Let's put on our flowy white dresses. Let's grab all 470 of our children. (laughs) And dive in. (laughs) And let's navigate ourselves through the Mother Days. Pause what you're doing right now. Follow us at the Mother Days so you don't miss a single episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, you're in the Mother Days. What's up, everybody? I am Kaylin, the host of Kaylin's Coffee Talk podcast, where I like to create a virtual digital space where you can imagine coming to a virtual content cafe, sitting down and having comforting conversations over a cup of whatever you like. You can listen while you're walking or driving. Anytime you need a friend, anytime you need a comforting place where you could brew up a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and sit down and just feel like you have a good friend on the internet that's talking about the things that you would like to hear or talk about, this is your spot and I'm your gal. Next time you grab that cup of coffee or that cup of tea or are going for that walk and want some comforting companionship, then be sure to come on over to Kalen's Coffee Talk. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. So let's move on to tackling okay. individuals. This is the big one. This I is feel the like. big one. This is all football. When you think about football, you're thinking about Sweaty guys Sweaty tackling t- each other. <laughs> this is why I don't like football. <laughs> happy Monday or whatever day happy, of the week it is. Happy whatever day. Whatever day. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. Where we discover the unknown and we take curiosity out of our brains and into the world. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> if you're curious about something, uh, make sure you let us know in a rating and review if you want a topic discussed. Yeah. We would love to discuss discuss it on discuss the podcast. It. Discuss it on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. How you been? I've been good. You know, actually, like, I kind of feel off. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I haven't worked out since I've been here in Utah. And oh, wow. then, like, I was in Chicago before that. And so yeah. I didn't work out there either. So I'm feeling a little gross, but okay. I'm hopefully going to be able to get a workout at 545. I signed up for a class. But oh, nice. if I don't make it, I'm just going to go for a run. What about you? I'm doing good. I'm still, uh, I was just saying this morning because I, I mentioned in the last episode I had COVID, unfortunately. The I had, had the, the vid. vid. And uh, getting over it, I'm good. I, I feel good, but I still just have this like a little bit of sinus that's that's then just giving me a little cough. I think that's the most annoying part of COVID it's is like so you're annoying. over it and then like you still just have this residual just drain nonsense. nose drain. Yeah, it's yeah. like allergies all over again. It's just annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying. And you have this like little wimpy cough that's just kind of like yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why am I coughing? It's just yeah. like. <sighs> but yeah, I'm doing okay. Cool. It's okay. We're all good. 
We're all good. So, speaking of being all good. Speaking of being all good. You want to read some ratings and reviews? Um, yeah, we're pulling, like you mentioned at the very beginning, ratings and reviews from Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, these are from the lovely people that listen to the podcast and they're dropping jokes and ratings and reviews and suggestions. And Topics. Everything. All the things. Yeah. We love it. We love all of it. Mine, the one I'm going to read is from the homie Dan. If I've read this one already, the homie Dan, you're getting a second shout out. We appreciate you, uh, homie Dan. We appreciate you. Here we go. Uh, they said, my appreciation for you all and dad j- The joke was cut off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe that was the dad joke. <laughs> that was the joke. But before that, I just want to say that I love your podcast. Like, I really do. This podcast inspired me to make my own podcast and hopefully one day get to your guys' level of sheer awesomeness. What? So thank you all for helping me get through my hectic work days and please keep up the spectacular work. Wow. Homie Dan, I feel so Homie inspired. Dan, you have your own podcast? What? Like, let us know yeah, and we'll give it a shout it out. Yeah. Um, and then the dad joke. So okay, now okay. for the dad joke. Okay. Here we go. It says, uh, I'm going to keep it short and simple. What did the ocean say to the beach? Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> the classic classic yeah that's waves. a classic that's a classic dad joke <laughs> uh thank you so much homie dan that was very nice um you gotta let us know what your podcast is so we can shout that out yeah you know you said hopefully one day you can get to the, sh- the level of sheer awesome i don't know what level that is but i have no idea what level we were on i yeah i are on yeah i, I feel are, like i'm on level zero uh, yeah <laughs> uh i'm in, like in the basement level yeah i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> i'm sure you are you're definitely there already. So. Yes. We appreciate you, homie Dan. Yeah. Best of luck on your podcast. Yes. And keep being awesome. That's so cool Absolutely. that you just felt inspired to do that and that you went and did it. Like, totally. I totally applaud that yeah. because you did something that might have been a little scary and just like went for it. You just went for it. It's really cool. I support it. Yeah. What Mine's, you got? <laughs> mine says, yo. Yo. And it's from Zach with an exclamation point, a question mark, an exclamation point, a question mark, an exclamation point, a question mark, an exclamation point, and a question mark. I think these Whoa. people put the things on the end because they yeah. know that we read them. And they want to hear us. They just want to hear <laughs> us sound ridiculous. <laughs> I think is that what that is? I'm just now realizing that. Like when Probably. people leave their name as like GCVUUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUVUV
how much water a player loses on the field, how much force it takes to tackle a running back, like some science, some science, science of football, so that you can like impress people. Like, there's actually a lot of math and science that goes yeah. into this. I left out the Pythagorean theorem. Oh. Which is a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Sure, I remember that. Yeah, that takes place on the football field a lot. Oh, so I left that out. But okay. you can impress your people the next time you're watching this football. Is, here's the thing. I, I'll say this right here for all you people because I am that person, <laughs> not a big sports guy at all. Don't uh-huh. don't watch it. Don't care about it. I'm not like putting anyone down for enjoying it yeah. at all. Like do your thing. Um, but I am not interested in it. But this is for all you people that get invited to that Super Bowl party. This is for you when yes. you're at that party. You can bust out some some, some science. Maybe we'll do a facts. Super Bowl one. So like, a follow up. Yeah, we'll yeah. do a Super Bowl follow up video yeah. closer, yeah. so that when we get like when people get there, they can be like, ah, they so got some hot facts did ready. You know? Yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> now, is that gonna make you the popular person of the Super Bowl party? Maybe. Maybe. It, they might also hate you, but. At least you'll feel good. You'll feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, you'll have some facts. You'll have something to contribute to a conversation. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. Is like I've been to those parties where I'm like, I don't know what these. T- I don't know what You're football. Like, I don't even know what they're doing. What is a football? <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, passing, blocking, running, tackling, kicking, all the things. All the things that happen in the physical attraction of American football. Yeah. This illustrates several fundamental concepts in physics, biomechanics, and math. There's inertia, momentum, vectors, parabolas. Oh. They're all as much a part of the game as helmets and huddles. Okay. The helmets and huddles. Helmets and huddles. Also, if you're like, what's a parabola? It's the arch of like throwing a football. So you get that nice U shape. It's like a a graph. Yeah. It It would be an arch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my my big question was like because I'm a big football person. Okay. Michael and I love Sunday football. Yeah, I I personally love it because I get to just like sit on the couch and like snuggle up all okay. day and just like watch football. Okay, and it means that he's actually gonna like sit still and like he usually cooks wings or something. Oh wow, so, you guys like, go all yeah, out. Yeah, we go all out. Okay, I okay. really love it because he. I mean, we just it's like time for us to like sit and hang out because he's such a busybody. You're so spending time. I'm spending That's why time like with it. him. Yeah. yeah, and I grew up watching football with my dad because. Okay. He didn't have any sons, so I basically oh, became sure. the honorary you were the kid. son. Yeah, you were yeah. the son. So when I'm watching these games, like I've always been very curious about like how many pounds of water does an NFL player, which NFL stands for National Football League, yeah. how much water do they lose on the field and how much energy does it take to stop a running back? Those are big guys. Huge. And they're doing a lot of physical activity there. Yeah. Um, and they're also like strapped down with all the padding and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they they uh, lose a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So to determine how much an NFL player loses, we first have to obtain the player's weight. Okay. So there's a study done at the University of Idaho that examined players by their position. So they said the quarterback, he roughly weighs 224 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Which that's that's that, just the quarterback. That was already I'm way more than I. Yeah, the quarterback is not generally a, a, a beefy guy. Beef, yeah, like a big guy. He's, he's a slimmer guy. Yeah, 224 pounds. Okay. That's just your quarterback. That's 224 yeah. pounds. Strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then following that is basically your running back and your punter. Okay. The kicker, there's a difference between the punter and the kicker. I did not know that. The punter is like if it's fourth down. Okay. And they have to like punt the ball down the field. Okay. So like, just yeah. Just to get it down. Just to get it down there away, away to the from other side. Them. Yeah. The kicker is the one that kicks at kickoff. 
Okay. And so, after like a, after, a touchdown, after a touchdown or someone scores. Okay. Yeah. They kick it to the other side. Okay. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hello, everyone. What is up? It's Savannah Brimer here from the true crime podcast, Killer Instinct. If you have a true crime obsession like me, Killer Instinct is the podcast for you. Join me every week as we dive into the wildest, most twisted true crime cases. Anything and everything from unsolved, solved, cold cases, missing persons cases, and serial killer cases. Each case will leave your head spinning. So make sure you pause what you're listening to right now, head over and subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. We post every Wednesday and I can't wait to see you there. We're a generation deep into people making a living on YouTube, and it's time to figure out what works and what doesn't. Each week, the Create Unknown interviews the best creators to ever do it, the YouTubers, artists, musicians, and streamers who you've spent a decade watching. There's only one way to get to the bottom of creativity, and that's being highly analytical and hopelessly stupid. From exploring the philosophical sources of imagination to surgically dissecting what makes a hot dog funny, pause this podcast now and subscribe to The Create Unknown on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. We'll guide you through your journey as an online creator, and we'll help you make something and mean something. It's free everywhere. Subscribe and enter The Create Unknown. So between your kicker weighing an average of 202 pounds, yeah. the two lightest people on the field are the defensive backs and the wide receivers. At how much? How many pounds? 200 pounds. 200 pounds. Yeah. Okay. Your typical heaviest person on the field. Yeah. Defensive tackles. Makes sense. Yep. They're defending. They're so defend- they, they don't gotta, want anyone to run through. Yeah. They got to have mass. Yeah. They average 308 pounds. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Your offensive linemen are 314 pounds. So they're the heaviest guys on the field. The offensive linemen are the heaviest people. Yeah, sorry. I I messed that one up. My bad. So your defensive linemen are the ones trying to tackle the quarterback. Your offensive linemen are the ones guarding your quarterback. Gotcha, gotcha. 314 pounds. Heavy. Heavy. Big guy. Huge. Yeah. I think that's like the craziest part to me is like, these guys aren't just like fat because like muscle weighs more than fat. Big time, yeah. So like they're muscular. Big mus- muscular guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we know the weights. Yeah. Yeah. So basically going from lightest to heaviest, it's going to be your kicker, your punters, running backs, and then your quarterbacks. And then there's a couple more players in there. Um, yeah. And then your heaviest guys are going to be your defensive tackles and your offensive linemen. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine an offensive lineman tackling me? Yeah. I would die. I think I would actually probably snap it out. Yeah. I, think I you weigh. Would, you okay. would like sandwich. So the offensive lineman, 314 pounds. Uh huh. That is almost over double my weight. Yeah. Like the offensive lineman 
are 314 pounds. The yeah. punter is 214. There yeah. is a hundred pounds of pounds. difference. Yeah, on that, just those guys. In 2008, the Journal of Athletic Training conducted a study titled Sweat Rates and Fluid Turnover in Professional Football Players. What a title on that. Right? I don't know if I like that. It gets better. Oh. A comparison of National Football League linemen and backs. Anyway. So the study compared linemen and running backs, sweat loss, fluid consumption, and weight loss. And so here are a couple of the key findings from the study. Okay. So during twice daily preseason practices, NFL linemen had higher sweat rates and greater sweat loss volume compared with backs and receivers. Okay. Which makes sense because linemen are bigger. Those are the bigger guys yeah. doing some heavy work. Heavy, heavy pushing. work. Yeah. Yeah. And then linemen consume more fluids than receivers and backs, but produce less urine, resulting in a smaller percentage of weight loss. So if they're producing less urine, that means they are sweating that out. Yeah. Right? That's how that works. Yeah. Or they're burning that in their body. So yep. they have to retain the fluids rather mm-hmm. than um, getting rid of it in the form of urine. Yeah. Interesting. And they found a significant correlation that existed between sweat rates and body surface area between sweat rates and mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. More body surface area, more sweat rate. Yeah. Yeah. There's this guy named Chris Fischetti. He's an athletic trainer for the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if he still is. Okay. Who knows what he's at doing the, now? At the time of this study. He yeah. Was, he was with the Buffalo Bills. He was with the Bills. Um, and he told an online resource that athletic trainers usually try to make sure players don't lose more than 3% of their overall weight during practice sessions. That's practice sessions. Just the practice. One session. Just one session. 3% of their overall weight. Yeah. He said, although some lose more. So a running back might drop four or five pounds during a game and linemen might be expected to lose nine pounds per game nine pounds nine pounds per during game. one football game one football game nine pounds of water weight that's so much so much so ultimately uh linemen appear to lose more weight but the percentage of weight they drop is smaller so this is probably due to the fact that they're starting out with much more mass yeah but i mean either way both sets of athletes drop a considerable amount of weight during a game yeah that's crazy so I, mean, I think what's crazy is like you start out tackling someone that might weigh like 314. Yeah. And by the end of the game, they might weigh like 300 pounds. And even 300. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like they said, it's water weight. But still, that is considerable. It's losing, so considerable. I mean, I can't even imagine losing 10 pounds over the course of what? Like how long is an average football game? Like two and a half two, hours. Yeah, like yeah. Two hours. And you just lost like 10 pounds. Yeah. Gets even better. Oh. So with water, the body loses moisture through perspiration, sweat. Okay. But also through respiration. Oh, sure. So think of your breath like clogging your window. Well, clogging. Clogging. <laughs> clogging up that window. So like think of your breath. <laughs> well, fogging. I'm talking about fogging a window. Fogging, not clogging. Not You're clogging. not clogging a window. So both of these processes speed up during exercise as the body works to cool itself down with sweat. Because, you know, you sweat, it evaporates, evaporative cooling happens, and yeah. you feel much cooler. Yeah. So this happens when it's evaporating from the skin, uh, which takes heat with it. And by breathing harder to get extra oxygen to the muscles, you're creating even more work for your body to be doing. Totally. So pile all these factors onto a hot summer training session under heavy protective gear. Yeah, that stuff looks so heavy. Yeah, and you have a recipe for some serious fluid loss. 
I always thought it was hilarious. We had um, wrestling in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it, but I was, again, not really a big sports guy. They would do like the trash bag thing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, they, to make weight. Yeah, they yeah. would sweat that out and like go like run wearing a trash bag on them to sweat. That's and that's the same thing. Like you have these guys wearing this heavy gear yeah. that are just going to just sweat all that water which out. is crazy yeah so to uh, basically to estimate the amount of moisture lost trainers subtract a player's post-game weight from their pre-game weight and the difference is approximately how much fluid they've lost hmm. and not yet replaced because they're not eating right and they're not i mean they're drinking but they're not like they're not actively eating but they're drinking yeah and they're they're probably not drinking enough to equal out no not you know, a, not re- at all replenish what's lost yeah so athletic trainers usually try to make sure their players don't lose more than 3% of their overall weight, uh, like we talked about before. Yeah. That's so much weight in just water lost that quickly. Just water. Yeah. So let's move on to tackling okay. individuals. This is the big one. This I is feel the like. big one. This is all football. When you think about football, you're thinking about... Sweaty guys sweaty tackling t- each other. <laughs> this is why I don't like football. <laughs> Hi, my name is Selena, and you might know me as Selena Spooky Boo from TikTok. I have 25 million followers who watch me sleepwalk and be weird on the internet. Would you have guessed that I have a podcast about all things that go bump in the night? (laughs) Obviously. It is everything spooky, everything creepy, everything dark, and hey, a little bit disturbing. So if you like podcasts that dive deep into paranormal things, murdery things, and beyond, then you are going to love The Haunted Estate. The Haunted Estate podcast is available on all platforms, and I think you're going to like it. Boo. What's up, guys? I'm Ashley. And I'm Taryn. And we are Unsolicited Advice. Advice, The podcast where you can write in your stories and we'll advise you. If you have any stories, whether it's juicy situations, embarrassing moments, or just really deep topics, we address it all. And, you know, what's better than having two strange girls tell you how to live your life? (laughs) Unprofessional. Nothing. (laughs) Unqualified. (laughs) But amazing. (laughs) You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's talk about, we got to talk, we can't talk about football without talking about Newton's three laws. Yeah, the the, the classic um, physics yeah. laws. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the first law of motion is not a law so much as a scientific generalization based on the study of physical forces. Okay. AKA gravité. Oh, gravity. You know. That one. That large thing that's literally always, keeping us alive always pulling us down so gravity is always pulling or pushing on an object and its motion due to these forces mm-hmm. it is one of three laws of motion put forth by english scientist and philosopher sir isaac newton yep more than 300 years ago wow 300 farther than i thought though i didn't think it was that i didn't think 300 but that's well like more than 300 years ago yeah anyway anyway Sir Isaac Newton. Yep. A big part of Newton's first law of inertia. This first, is just the first one. First law, which is inertia. Yes. Yeah. Is inertia. Yeah. The first law is inertia. Yes. <laughs> that is it. Indeed. Which would be the natural resistance a player at rest experiences as he sets himself in motion. Yeah. And for a player in motion to stop moving. Right. So that's so, that, an object's in motion stays in motion until acted upon. And that's just literally like standing still to I moving. am moving. Yeah. Yeah. That is inertia. A running back is at rest while he waits for the center to snap the ball to the quarterback. 
a center is one of the players on the field and he throws he does the hike he goes hike yeah when they're like blue 22 all that jazz yeah they hike it through their legs to the quarterback to the quarterback yeah so this is the play is now in motion okay So once the play begins, the running back pumps his legs to overcome static inertia, takes the handoff, and then tries to maintain moving inertia until a defensive man tackles him, restoring static inertia, which is not moving. Right. Static inertia, not moving. Moving inertia, obviously moving. Yes. This is kind of reminding me of the episode we talked about reflexes. You remember that when we were talking about the TikTok trend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, we talked about the literally the body's reflexes to just maintain like standing up mm-hmm. it just constantly checks and like adjusts. it's constantly in equilibrium like balancing itself out like that this kind of like super scientific d- uh explanation of like Running. they hand the ball and then he runs yeah but it's like his muscles overcome static inertia and take, yeah um that it was reminding me a lot of that of like just how much we take for granted of just existing yes and and a, a person running right there is science in you literally taking one step me yeah. moving my hand right now like the muscles in my body must come overcome static inertia to move yeah that's it, to crazy move and yeah we're constantly fighting gravity yeah like to raise my hand like i am fighting gravity at this moment in time like if i let it drop gravity wins gravity wins but like <laughs> your body is constantly fighting 9.8 newton meter or something or another uh like every day of its life crazy so back to our play back to the play so the bigger and heavier the player is the more mass he has and the greater the force that's required to break his inertia of course this is why a 200 pound running back will look to make quick cuts to the left or right to evade a 250 pound tackler that's Mm. you know coming for his life sure to tackle him definitely for the life yeah so the running back has less mass and can more easily change directions than a more massive opponent. Makes sense. On the other side of the ball, that more massive tackler looks to use his greater mass to generate enough force to stop his opponent's forward inertia. Yeah. So he, they want to be a brick wall. Basically. basically. But because the lighter you are and the more agile you are, you can move around and move your body weight yeah. different directions easier than like a lineman a that's 250 lineman. pounds for him to change directions it's almost like slow motion yeah because he has to not only change where he's going he has to change the direction of his force he's gotta fight that weight shift yeah. yeah if he like starts moving forward but then oh needs to go left yeah well all his weight is already moving forward so yeah he's gotta fight that and move the other way mm-hmm. um whereas yeah like a smaller guy can just do that really quick yeah bounce back and forth so all of that mass in motion that we just talked about where yeah. he has he's moving forward creates momentum or what newton likes to call the quantity of motion. Quantity of motion. <laughs> okay. So there's this physics professor at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln okay. uh, named Tim Gay. Shout and out. he is the author of The Physics of Football. Oh. Yes. Sure. So if you are interested in the physics of football, there's yeah. a whole book that you can read about the physics of football. I feel like it would be actually very interesting. And if I were a yeah. coach, I would want to read it. Yeah. Because I feel like you could learn a lot from it. I think it would give you like a really nice understanding of yeah. how your players are like wh- wh- what they're what they're dealing with. Yeah. 
instead of just like yelling being like yeah move faster why can't you adjust better right like, yeah you're like well it's a 300 pound guy and he's trying his best with physics with fi- yeah, yeah. Here, here's why according to physics literally yeah so to illustrate momentum he points to a 215 pound defensive player running at about 33 feet per second towards a running back who's just received a handoff under those circumstances the defender would have three times the momentum of the relatively stationary running back and would hit him with roughly two thirds of a ton of force. Whoa. Two thirds of a ton. Two thirds of a ton. That's a lot. Two thirds of a ton would be like 1200 ish pounds. So a stationary running back that has just received a handoff. Yeah. Like is getting ready to try to run, yeah. gets decked in the backfield by a defensive, uh, running or defensive player, yeah, that weighs two hundred and fifteen pounds, but is hitting him, hitting him with twelve hundred pounds of force. Twelve hundred pounds of force. Think about whenever a quarterback gets sacked. Oh yeah, he's getting hit with that every he's time. He's getting smacked. Yeah, that's crazy. How how are those people not dead? How are they alive? Yeah, how are they alive? <laughs> like, They're getting hit by 1,200 pounds. And it's not just hitting them. It's sitting on them afterwards. Oh, yeah. They tackle them to the ground and just hold them there. For yeah. A minute. Yeah. Got to make sure they're down. Like Crazy. To, like that is so much force that they're experiencing every yeah. single time they get hit. I wonder how many, how like much on average, like a player gets hit in a game. Oh, yeah, like one player. Yeah, so running backs take the hardest hits, a.k.a. what we just talked about. Yeah, they, they're they getting the heaviest blow. Yeah, but linemen take the most. Okay. Which makes sense because every single play they're getting hit. That's true. They're always running I would say, somebody. I, yeah, I would say on average a running back probably gets tackled like 50, 50 times. Well, this the one thing I saw too uh, was basically just like almost always gets tackled when they touch a football. What describe what the running back does? So the running back is the one that carries the ball. So he's the one like if they decide to run the ball instead of throw it, he's the one like running it. They're the one running around yeah. the line of football players yeah. to try and get it. Yeah. And so yeah, I think this is saying like if that happens and they they have the football, they're getting hit. They're gonna get hit. Yeah. Otherwise, they would score every time, and that right. you know that would be I don't know not fun. Not fun for everyone. So I'm gonna say the running back gets hit like. Almost every play. Almost every play. Yeah. So that you're getting hit. 1,200 pounds. Over and over and over again. Over and over again. Uh, a force. A just force, yeah. Every single time. Like that thing about there all uh, people would say when it was always in like the wear a seatbelt safety oh, yeah. business where it was like if you're driving 25 miles an hour and you hit another car, it's like you're hitting a brick wall. Right. Or whatever. Like that is this. You are, he's running to a brick he's wall. He's running to a or a brick wall is running into him. Every time he, he has <laughs> yeah. the ball. Yeah, every time he has the ball. It's crazy. The average weight of a car uh-huh. is 4,000 pounds. <laughs> and so like, you know, we added that up and it was like 1,200. Yeah. So like, yeah, not a car, but like a decent amount of a car. Yeah. You're like a quarter of a car. Yeah. Getting hit by a quarter of a car at that point. That's like a motorcycle probably. Yeah, if you got hit by a, or a, mo- or a moped. Let me see what the average weight of a motorcycle is. That's hitting you at 33 feet per second. Dude, it's... Okay, the average weight of a motorcycle is 430 pounds. 
So you're getting hit by like three motorcycles at once. on average. Oh my god! <laughs> Just like swarming <laughs> in on you, <laughs> three motorcycles running at you. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine that. Yeah. Now that we understand the running back's pain, let's talk about the defender now that's tackling him. Okay. So defenders running full speed, however, also face a risk. Sure. The ball carrier could sidestep an overly aggressive player. So in that case, as Newton's first law dictates, the defender would have a hard time changing his inertia. That is stopping and shifting his direction. Yeah. And rather than trying to zero out a ball carrier's momentum with at least the equivalent momentum for most players, it would be more practical to knock the running back off balance so that gravity can do the rest of the work or some of the work. Yeah, I mean, I feel like those guys are constantly getting like arm barred. They are. You know, they're, they're constantly like, getting, getting, getting one an of those. Arm. Yeah. yeah, and like shoving them to the side, and then they just yeah, because they kind the of ground. hope gravity is gonna like sneak in there, or they like try to grab their leg or something and like yeah, trip them up, and trip them, and then they just face into the ground. <laughs> Cause that's the thing. Like, wasn't what did it say? The speed of those guys somewhere you mentioned they were running at like. Oh, I, I was talking about the defensive player. Thirty-three feet per second. So yeah, that that guy is running thirty-three feet per second, which is quite fast. Which, like, not to mention a defensive back or any defensive player ranges from anywhere from two hundred to three hundred and eight pounds. Right. So they they could be anywhere in the three or two hundreds. So tell me how you're gonna change that much weight, like on a dime. Yeah. So why your running backs are like pretty like the, good, the heavy guys. guys. They gotta be sturdy guys. And fast. They have to be fast. Be, but yeah, I mean that's it's crazy that they, they could be running after somebody and take an arm yeah to the side and then just topple over and crash into the ground because yep. they have that, they have so much momentum and then yeah, mm-hmm. gravity pulling them into the ground yeah crazy object in motion wants to stay in motion always that's how it goes yeah well now you have some fun football facts yeah some about very, water some very water and and uh two-thirds of a ton two-thirds of a ton of weight i is think that's i think that's the running back that's the um fact right here the podcast for me is that yeah when a running back gets hit <laughs> it's it's coming at two-thirds of a ton yeah and that's if like that that football player is like stationary. They're like, yeah. they had just received the handoff. They're not trying to like shoulder you they or anything. They haven't gone yet. Yeah. They're like, they got the ball and like they're just getting ready. So that's like if a quarterback got sacked. Basically, yes. Yeah. That much force. I would be on the ground like dry heaving, I think. Yeah. Like I said, I looked it up. That's three motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> running into you. <laughs> just like. It's kind of insane. That's so much force so much force so you. much weight and now that we've done this it's piqued my interest i feel like a future episode i kind of want to dig into all the there's a lot of controversy on it but like the science of the helmets yes and how they're trying to like make them safer yeah one of the cowboys um on monday night football he had on no it was sunday night he yeah. had on a very futuristic looking helmet oh, and really? like the commentators were talking about it and apparently yeah. it's a new f- it's a new helmet the nfl is trying out yeah. and like testing this year um and it has like extra padding and yeah. so like there there's also different helmets for different players on the field as yeah. long with different padding for different players on the field like the quarterback he doesn't have as much padding because he has to be able to throw the ball so yeah. his shoulders kind of have to be free yeah. so it's it's definitely really interesting what they're trying to do to protect these guys in their yeah. heads maybe that's the follow-up episode yeah. pre-super bowl the brain how we'll much have to do yeah how much crazy because that's the thing like 
that much force. bobbling around. These guys are wearing like, I mean, I don't know what they're made of now, but like basically plastic helmets that are banging together at 1,200 pounds of force. Like they, you know, there's got to be some uh, incredible Mm -hmm. futuristic padding in there. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, your brain is like toast. (laughs) It's just turning into jello. Your your brain is like, yeah, a jello bouncing around inside there. It's insane. So maybe that's a follow up episode we can talk about i'm down the, the physics and how they're the how the padding and helmets like actually mm-hmm. are hoping to protect them yeah it's definitely interesting there's been a lot of concussions and there have been so guys know. if you like the podcast leave us a rating and review yeah on apple pod yeah. so we can shout you out as definitely. our loyal listeners and if you are ogrt you know what to do yeah drop it so drop we that, know that drop you're, that test tube we yeah. learned it we finally it's <laughs> learned tube. it's a test tube drop that in there if you're ogrt let us know we really appreciate you guys and if you found this interesting share it with one of your friends that's into football maybe they can learn something new and it super helps the podcast anytime you guys share this with your friends family and people that you think are going to find the topic interesting yeah definitely all right should we go tackle each other in the backyard and see how (laughs) hard we can hit each other that sounds like a bad time (laughs) it's also raining outside maybe we'll do it tomorrow okay great (laughs) bye guys have a great week Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.